1: This is the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Waco. Online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednarz, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
2: Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us again this week. John Morris, Brooke Bednarz, and uh, Brooke, how about some tennis today? How about some Baylor women's tennis? Uh, yes. And we have, uh, as our guest, Baylor's recently named associate head coach for women's tennis, a former Baylor standout, a member of the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, Linka Brusova is with us today. Welcome to you.
3: Hi, thank you for having me.
2: And welcome back to Baylor.
3: Oh my gosh, so exciting. I'm yeah. um, so happy to be back.
2: Good. We want to talk to you about your journey uh, the first time and now returning to Baylor. Coach uh, Joey Scrivano is with us also, Baylor women's head coach. And uh, this is kind of a whirlwind. We'll uh, peel back the curtain a little bit. Uh, Linka just in for uh, Are you here to stay or is this just? Just for a day. Like one day? Yeah. <laughs> so we're recording <laughs> Look the podcast. How special we are, though. We oh. got her our special. Yeah, she
0: booked some time on your one day here in Waco <laughs> with us. We're honored. <laughs>
2: Joey, thank you for uh, allowing us to have a <laughs> yes. little of her time today.
4: Oh, Absolutely. It's a lot of fun.
2: What a great hire, Joey. And uh, bringing Linka back,
4: isn't uh, it fun to have one of your former players to come back now as your associate head coach? Oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's a dream come true. You know, when, when Linka was uh, playing here, uh, you know, over a decade ago, um, you could see that she's, she was meant uh, to be a coach. That That's definitely her calling. And uh Uh, She's been going through a 10-year interview process with me. The longest interview ever. But, uh, no, she's amazing, and we're really uh, fortunate to have her.
0: Well, I know not, every, obviously it's a podcast, so it's not a video you can't see, but right before we started, we got a Baylor hat back That's on it. Right. <laughs> and it fits That's perfectly. Pretty ah. exciting. So um, just what does it feel like for you to, I know it's just a day for now, but you do have the title of associate head coach. You are for sure returning here, moving home. Um, what does it mean to you to, to return
3: to Baylor? Yeah, it feels Right. You know, it feels like home, obviously, like I feel like it's upgraded home, (laughs) Um, but it just feels so good. You know, I've loved my four years when I played here and I continued that support and love for Baylor after I graduated. So returning here, it feels like no much has changed, but at the same time, you know, it's different. Um, But I mean, like Joey said, it's just a dream come true for me and I'm just very happy to be back. It feels right, and I I think that's the best way to describe it. I just feel like I belong here. Tell us a
0: little bit about, I I remember you had a Hall of Fame interview with John, and so I went back and and cheated and listened to that a little (laughs) bit uh, to prepare for today. But um, you had a pretty interesting recruitment story, one of probably the fastest ever. So we just (laughs) joked that this was the longest interview ever, but that was the fastest recruitment. (laughs) Kind of tell everybody about that process.
3: Yeah, so Joey actually joked about it. He was just like, oh, maybe I did. I was just saying that. I made it so easy on him when he recruited me that I had to, you know, make him work a little bit this time. <laughs> but yeah, it was um super fast. You know, he called me when I was living in Slovakia, I was playing um, you know, junior tournaments and I was so so successful. But uh he found my number from his formal player from his old job from South Alabama and he called me on a you know, back then the you know, internet wasn't that big of a big of a thing. So we just he called me on my home line and then he told me he was going to come visit me like three days after. Met my family, um, saw me play. And then I just, you know, he obviously spoke about his, you know, what he, his values and what he wants from his team and kind of what his strategy is when it comes to going into the future, what the culture is of the team, and what he believes in as a coach, as a person. And he was just a no-brainer for me. He reminded me of my dad. Um, and I just wanted someone who was going to work hard who was going to tell me the truth and sometimes the hard truth but I know he wanted the best for me right away and it's just I mean I got lucky because I didn't even ask many questions but I just felt right it felt right and I you know I told him I committed and then the process from there was just so easy but yeah it was I think the fact that him and my dad aligned a lot with when it comes to life and tennis it was just you know other coaches they talked about the fluff and. Joey was much more about, okay, how can I make you better as a tennis player? How can I make you better as a human? And, I mean, it was – yeah, it, I was sold. So you committed in Slovakia mm-hmm. and had never even no, come never, to Waco? No, I didn't – I didn't even know it was in Waco. I knew it was in Texas, <laughs> but when I was booking my flight, I had to ask Joey, like, okay, where, where – Where am, am I, I flying? I, <laughs> what I, where am I going? And, yeah, and it was – I mean, it turned out way better than I thought. I mean, I just feel like it was such a blessing. I didn't know – I. Love Joey, but I didn't know what kind of, you know, full package I was getting from Baylor. So I feel like that I totally lucked out because I do feel like I kind of made a decision just based on him. So I got lucky, yeah.
0: You kind of described, you know, why you decided to play for him, coaching with him. That's a little bit of a different aspect. What were your thoughts on that? And I'm putting you on the spot because he's right here. Yeah, (laughs) but you already have the job.
3: (laughs) You know, that's what I it's, we've stayed in touch this whole time, you know, it's a way different relationship than probably just a regular head coach and his associate or assistant. So I know a lot about his ways, the way he coaches, the way, you know, his just, just views on life. So I feel like we jumped forward and, you know, kind of jumped so many steps that other people would have to go through. You know, I know his jokes and we have inside jokes and things like that, which helps, you know, cause you're just together all the time. So those things, even though it's different playing and coaching we're going to have probably, you know, different things we're going to have to learn about each other. But in a lot of ways, it's similar just because I know him as a person. I think that's the biggest thing that you look for in when you look for someone who you're going to be working for, you know? So I'm looking forward to learning more about that different position. But at the same time, I knew it was going to be very similar.
0: What about you, Joey? I mean, you, you talked a lot about, you know, when you first went and looked for her, why you wanted her to play here. Um, but to coach with you, what, what was the, what was about, you know, the way she played and has carried herself in these years after graduation?
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, initially when, um, uh, I was recruiting Lenka, uh, it was just about her success on the court. And then as I was doing, you know, uh, my homework, I was finding out, you know, she's she's a, a heck of a person. She comes from an amazing family. Uh, her family are educators, so, that, you know, education is important. And uh, it wasn't just all about the tennis uh, from her parents' perspective. So I love just the foundation of who she uh, is and, and was when I was recruiting her. Um, but this time around, it's different in that she's going to bring – a. a coaching expertise to the table um you know at the time it was because of her talents as a player and 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 her character this time it's about her character and it's about her coaching um i don't have all the answers i know i got to keep evolving as a coach and the the questions are constantly changing in college athletics so if you have to adapt and i was not going to bring in somebody that couldn't um add value in in the uh art of coaching, player development, and recruiting. And Lenka, I've followed her career very closely, and it's pretty obvious that she's one of the best uh, up-and-coming coaches in the country. Um, and I'm not saying that because she's my player. I have, you know, I, I, I can be honest about that. I'm not um, blindly loyal. <laughs> um, I want to be great. I want the the people I work with to be great, and I want the players to that we have here right now to have the same experience that Lanka did. And the only way you can do that is got to bring in uh, fantastic coaches, support staff. Everybody's got to be just amazing at uh, developing young people. And I think she's one of the best uh, in the business at that. And her track record says that.
1: When it comes to value and great customer service, you can count on us. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. As a customer first award of excellence winner, our customers always receive exceptional service and during the Big Finish event, you save thousands on every car, truck, and SUV. Plus, most vehicles feature 0% financing. The Big Finish event. Now at your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. Whether on the field or cheering from home, Du Bois
2: Furniture is proud to support the Baylor Bears. If your bear cave needs updating, Du Bois Furniture is here to help. With over 59 years of our family serving yours, let our experienced sales team help you find exactly what you want. We specialize in custom upholstery, stunning dining rooms, elegant bedrooms, gorgeous leather, and top-quality mattresses. Come see us in Waco and Temple or visit us online at DuBoisFurniture.com. Du Bois Furniture, where beautiful homes happen.
1: Now, back to the Sikkim podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat.
2: Joey, we heard Linka's version of uh, when you recruited her and she hadn't even visited campus and she agreed and signed and came to Baylor. What was what, From your perspective, your side of that, recruiting her from so far away, uh, what do you remember about that process and what, what were the characteristics she had that made you want her to come here and play?
4: Well, when you're recruiting, um, you want somebody that's decisive, and um, it, that was obvious. She was decisive. She wasn't going to drag this thing out, and and you know that translates on the court too. Tennis is a sport where you have to make um, quick decisions, and you have to basically just have a plan and execute the plan. It, like you're a quarterback, basically. You know we you know so she she proved to me immediately like she is going to think about it but at the same time she's not going to overanalyze the situation and i love that about her and i saw that pattern in um the great players that that i've coached um they make they can analyze the information quickly they can get a feel for it uh they they put uh, the importance on people not uh where the school's located or the city it's in i mean we all know that's a horrible way to make a decision, mm. uh, about buildings. And, you know, if there's a, a you know, an ocean beside your, you know, <laughs> like these are all things that really don't matter. It's about people and relationships. Yeah. And she showed me right away. She gets that relationship is more yeah. important than, than anything else. And I just absolutely love that about her. And, and, you know, in recruiting, uh, there's other things that pop up that, especially with international recruiting, you know, their, their system over there isn't exactly the same. So with Lanka, you know, she had to accelerate her schooling to Mm -hmm. catch up. And a lot of, um, student athletes may say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. That's going to be hard. I I asked her, I was like, you need to do this. Um, I would like for you to do this. Please do this. <laughs> yeah. Please do this. And 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 you know, and, and like, uh said, Okay, it's gonna be it's I forgot gonna, about that. That's yeah, right. oh yeah. She was she's like, This is gonna be real difficult. Um I'm basically gonna have to stop practicing as much as I am. I'm gonna stop playing tournaments to really focus in on school and but I'm gonna get it done. Wow. And um so the, yeah, I, I wish every recruiting uh, story was exactly like this one because it was just amazing at how obvious this was the right fit for for both sides.
0: Well, I mean that decisiveness, that quarterbacking. Let's just <laughs> let's just look at this. Uh, you left Baylor with 154 singles wins and 120 career doubles victories, both of which are an all-time record. John. Nobody's had more. No Nobody's one had, has more. had more. <laughs> we can stop right there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go.
2: Period. That's it. But there is more. Three-time <laughs> yes. All-American in doubles, two-time All-American in singles. Uh Big 12 regular season and tournament titles uh, for Baylor in your four-year career. Was it all four? Were you Big 12 champs yeah. all four, four years four. in regular season and yep. tournament? Four all and right. four, I like four that. And four, four. four and four. That's good. <laughs> only because uh, it wouldn't've been 5 and 5 only if you'd been able to right. compete and be here <laughs> <laughs> another year but uh during that point also uh Baylor achieved its first ever number 1 national ranking Graduated in 2010, played here 2007 to 2010. Big 12 and player
0: of the year as a senior. I mean, look at these. Bra- <laughs> wow. That's uh, that's Hall of Fame quality yeah. right there.
3: I'm going to have to check my ego when I leave. <laughs> uh, we're here this is the- our job. We're yeah. supposed to make everyone feel good. <laughs> yeah, We no, brag on everyone.
2: But it was, it was a great career. And, and Joey talked about how he liked your decisiveness. And I think that showed in your mm-hmm. game the way you played and the success you had when you were here.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know it's it's so amazing to listen to that, but you know one thing that I remember, or when I what I think about when I you know listen to all that, is the hard work that went you know to be able to achieve to those things. And then also, I never focus on those things. You know, I I when I came here, I told Joey I want to win a national championship and a team, and I didn't even really understand the concept of because in Europe we don't have you know colored sports but my dad was a basketball player and I loved basketball and I just always grew up around sports so I loved the team aspect of things but I was never in teams besides a couple um a couple times but I just was like let's win national championship you know how to do it I'll just you know help you and I'll listen how we're gonna get that done but I never set out to like I want to be a five-time All-American I want to one day, you know, be the first one to be number one in the country and all these things. It's just the process of getting better and working hard and putting the team first that really took care of all those achievements. And I, to be honest, I just wanted to be the best I can be for, you know, yes, for myself, but for the team and all those things just kind of followed along. So, it, you know, if I could give it give advice to someone Cause I'm hoping that's not going to be the number someone I'm going to be coaching from now on. (laughs) It's going to be better than that. I hope someone wins 155. Um, but that would be my advice. You know, it's just focus on the process and put the team first and all those other things will take care of, you know, themselves. When you graduated here and after having the success
0: that you had had, um, most would think, you know, you'd go straight into trying to play professionally. Um, you stayed here and were the director of tennis operations. Yep. Loved that year. Yeah. Tell <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that was fun. Tell, tell me a little bit about that year and then how you continued. And then you did go on to play mm-hmm. professionally for two years.
3: Yeah. So I, uh, you know, stayed that extra year. I was uh, re- re- doing rehab for my, I had a Tommy John surgery um, after. Which, Tommy John. Yeah. Which uh, normally which is baseball. baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay very strange. Um, but you know, Baylor and Joey were so awesome. That took care of me. That's unheard of, especially looking back now as a coach and, um, seeing how it did not have to be done and they didn't have to help me. And I just really appreciate it. I, you know, took a couple of classes and they really took care of me. I was able to, because, you know, Joey knew I was trying to go play professional. So I was able to do a lot of things here that otherwise I would have to take care of myself. So that was awesome. But I also wanted to give back. So Joey told me that, you know, I was going to take care of Facebook and Instagram and they were just starting with those things back then. So I think I was the author of women's Baylor women's tennis hey, Facebook page. Yeah, that you know, was right. me. Put that on a resume. Uh, yeah, also, right. we'll add that. that? in Yeah. So, uh, and then I would just help here and there. I went to Stanford with them um, when they w- made final four right after I graduated. So that was awesome to watch and i be able to help. Um, so I just helped wherever I could. And meanwhile, I was getting ready to play professional, which later I did. But yeah, that year was awesome. It was, you know, humbling and I was growing, but I was still, um, that dream of being a professional was, you know, that was my main focus that year.
2: Was the injury, you know, that required the Tommy John surgery, did that? I know you played a little bit after that. Did that effectively? Mm
3: -hmm. No, I actually got better. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah, I mean, that, honestly, I mean, I had no idea. But my doctor told me a little bit that what happens with baseball players, they actually start pitching faster. So he never heard of a tennis player having the surgery, but Mm. it was the same for me. I mean, my serve got faster, Mm. got better. And because I couldn't play for so long after, I was able to kind of re- You know redo my technique Mm -hmm. from big you know from kind of start from scratch um my forehand as well my surf so i that surgery actually was such a blessing in disguise for me um and also like the rehab part i was able to focus on muscles that i would normally never be able to focus on Mm -hmm. you know like wrist and forearm muscles and things like that so i think just all those details combined i mean my pro career jumped fast i mean so fast and I think I credit it to my rehabilitation and the surgery in a funny way. But, yeah, it was unbelievable.
2: That's a positive. Uh, but, yeah. but you only played a couple of years professionally, then got into coaching. What was that trans, uh, What was that trans- process like, yeah, moving yeah, into coaching? Um,
3: I actually am very happy I took time in between. You no, know, I had a year off after I uh, stopped playing professional, and then I got into coaching because – it is an important transition, transition, especially when it comes to your mindset. You know, it's as a player, it's all about you. It's all about how can trainers help you, how coaches can help you, especially when you go, you know, professional. You're the main focus and you surround yourself by people that can help you. But after I decided to stop, being coach is completely something different. And I know coaches now that still would talk about themselves a lot, that would still, you know, tell just – tell them, make, make their players feel like, okay, they cannot do better than, you know, they used to do or talk about their career and their times then it's important. But I really am glad I took time and really wanted to make sure that, okay, this is what I want to do. I love coaching. And because it's such a big difference between, you know, you're almost going from being selfish to being selfless. Mm-hmm. It's not about me at all. How can I help you? How can I make you better? Um, so i'm really glad i took that time and then when i did decide to become a coach i was more ready than probably if i you know did it sooner was there what was there a
0: defining moment where you thought this is what i need to do coaching is the
3: next step actually it was my brother um he i was kind of thinking like if i should you know just completely go away from tennis and maybe start doing some sports management or, you know, I studied with speech communication. I wanted to be a commentator, like commenting US Open and things like that. So I was like, maybe I should go back to school or completely leave tennis. And he told me, look, you've done it for so long. You still love it. Maybe it doesn't feel like that right now because I am still better from, you know, not being able to achieve my dream of being a, uh, being a professional tennis player. Um, but he said, you've, sacrifice so much and you love it i know he doesn't feel like that right now but just think about it don't give it up and then i really you know thought about it and he i was just like you're right and it's okay that i didn't quote unquote achieve my dream you know it's okay so i was able to let that go and then focus on something different and i the best decision of my life you know so i'm yeah i think it was that my brother that told me just stick with it
2: if
4: you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the Big Tex Tandem Duels, we also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oilfield trailers? We carry a full line of Big Tex trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com.
1: You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Nars and John Morris.
2: Linka Brusova, our guest, uh, recently named Baylor's associate head coach for women's tennis, uh, women's tennis head coach Joey Scrivano is with us as well. This week's Sikkim Podcast presented, as always, by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat on the web at com, your friend in the car business. And uh, we talked about uh, you, you uh, stopping your competitive career, your professional playing career a year off and then into coaching. Was coaching in the back of your mind at all? It, 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 was it or, or was that something like it was the best option at that point? Or was it way back that this was something you wanted to do?
3: Uh, I feel like it was a little bit of both, but mostly I always had it back in my mind. I mean, my dad and Joey both coached me so I can almost coach myself. That's why when I turned pro, it was almost so easy for me. I didn't have a coach at the time, but I didn't feel like I was missing anything or I couldn't, you know, be good right away because Joey taught us so much almost that was self-reliant on the core, you know? Um, so I was very fortunate that way. So I almost, knew in a way how to coach even, you know, without kind of being taught how to do that because Joey did so well, like he, you know, game plans and seeing tennis in such a different light than I did before, um, that simplified it for me. Mm -hmm. So I always felt like I was fortunate to almost just, you know, being taught how to be a coach and I loved it. That's one thing I always said when I started playing for Joey, he just made me fall in love with the other side of tennis, which was more of just not just mindless playing, but also... You know understanding the strategy and how to beat someone else you know before i would just be like oh you're better than me nothing i can do but you know joey just like opened my eyes it's like no figure it out you know they have a weakness you know what is it how can you beat them what is you know certain patterns and things like that oh you can serve here and there just so many things and that's just what being a coach is mm. you know so I fell in love with that. It wasn't just a game. It was how to, you know, problem solve, how to figure it out. And that's just still so fun to me. That's my favorite part of being a
0: coach. So after you decided you were going to be a coach, how did Tulsa come into
3: play? Uh, So that was random. Um, I was actually applying for a position. uh, Well, me and Joey were in touch this whole time, but he had an unbelievable assistant then, and um, I believe it was Allison. um, So obviously, and they were... That had such a great relationship, and but Joey was trying to help me, and he told me that Houston had an opening for a GA, and that's normally how it works. You mm-hmm. either become a volunteer and then, or a GA, and then you work way up. And I applied for um, to be a GA for University of Houston, but I don't even remember exactly what happened. But that position ended up being taken by someone else. But then he, right away, remember that remember that T, uh, Tulsa had an opening, so he told him that I'm interested. And then Dean Orford, that's m- my former boss, he called Joey and he told me that he hired me because he spoke to Joey. Hmm. So that was, cause it's not, it's unheard of that someone gets an assistant position right away without any coaching experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I was so fortunate, but yeah, I mean, Joey helped me pretty much to get that job. Cause I, again, I was living in Slovakia. I, we did an interview over Skype. Uh, we didn't have zoom then <laughs> um and i think we spoke three times and he just hired me so i mean yeah it was obviously something joey said that <laughs> resonated with him <laughs> do you remember that phone call
4: i do yeah um it it's an easy sell you know i i didn't i didn't have to do much you know i think um uh, everybody in college tennis that was paying attention knew that lenka was um a special player, but she had that, um, uh, coaching, um, gene, you know, and everybody could see it. I mean, she, you know, if, if Tulsa didn't happen, there was going to be plenty of opportunities for her. So, um, but I, I, do think it ended up, you know, we have our plans. It worked out perfectly, mm-hmm. of course. And, and Dean, um, uh, the coach at Tulsa is just a phenomenal, coach one of the best um completely underrated and uh he was just the perfect mentor for for Link at the, the perfect time
2: like i know you're a believer you uh your faith is a big part of of who you are and what you do can you see god's hand on your uh life through all of these steps that we've talked about and and then here we are today you being back at baylor
3: yeah i mean absolutely um I got saved at Baylor um, my, you know, junior, senior year. And so definitely that, you know, road started at Baylor. And then everything that I went through had a reason, you know, me from Tommy John surgery to me not being a professional tennis player, which now looking back, it was the greatest thing that happened to me, Um, to being, you know, going to Tulsa and then coming back. I mean, everything, it's def like Joey said, my plans were far worse than what God had planned for me. So I'm beyond grateful. And, yeah, it is a huge part of, you know, who I am, and I believe I'm a better coach because of it. And uh, that's why I'm also another part where I'm excited to come back to Baylor, you know, because Baylor is such an amazing Christian university, and it's exciting to be back and be able to, you know, even talk about this. So that's – I love that. When
0: you – look back, I mean, we talked, we started this off by talking about your recruitment and, and him flying out there and, you know, randomly finding your, you know, scouring to find your home line, uh, home phone number. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, as a coach, now back at Baylor, you're on the other side. You're going to get to help with the recruiting. You're going to be able to, you know, now we have Zoom and fancier right. things. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, you get to be a part of that and you are kind of, you know, the walking example of committing Mm -hmm. you know and then trusting that you can go overseas and that it's all going to work out and Mm -hmm. all the different benefits that you know is the full package of Baylor whenever they get here uh so kind of what does that mean to you to know that you know that you get to kind of be that person and bridge that gap for these student athletes now
3: and in the future yeah that's actually I'm really looking forward to that because um like you said you know back then I almost it's like now there's College tennis is, or college athletics in general in Europe is so much more popular than back then. So they have way more resources than, you know, I kind of like I said, I got lucky that I chose the right university. But um, now they have so many resources in a way, it's like Joey was saying, it almost like hurts them. Because you young, you know, you know, it's hard to be able to tell what you're going to based on your decision on. Is it going to be on buildings? Is it going to be on ocean? Or is it going to be on things that are good for your future? So I am very excited to be able to help these young ladies to kind of weave through all the fluff and kind of tell me what you want. Tell me what you want for your life. Tell me what's important to you. And if that aligns with what Baylor stands for, then let's go, you know, let's go for it. But um, yeah, I think I'm very excited to be, you know, the guidance for these girls just kind of know like what can Baylor and, you know, me and Joey do for them and how can that just transform their life like he did for me. But yeah, my, the biggest challenge is just weaving through those, the extra, you know, the fluff that they unfortunately, you know, like the filter lifestyle, you know, on Instagram. Mm Um, cause when you get there and you go through the daily grind of, okay, like, no, like I actually want to get better. It doesn't matter that I have an ocean next to me. It doesn't matter that my coach tells me what I want to hear, which really it's not going to be best for me, whether it's a tennis player or just for you as a person. So that's one thing I'm really looking forward to because I feel like Baylor has so much potential and can offer just unbelievable things for these young girls. So that's I'm very, very looking forward to them. Did you ever
0: anticipate... We'd, we've we've talked a lot about, obviously, this podcast started in the middle of a pandemic and we've talked a lot about, um you know, just what it was like for everyone. We spoke with Joey and, uh you know, he got to spend time with his wife and his kids at home and things like that. But did you ever anticipate to have a job change in the middle of a pandemic? That's no, something a lot of people aren't doing right now. Right. And,
3: and here we are talking about a new hire. Yeah, but, you know, that's another thing about how, funny god is in a way is that it just did not happen how i imagined to be you know i imagined to be like this glorious moment when joey calls and i'm (laughs) gonna say yes and like just i'm gonna see stars but it happened very fast um and i almost didn't get to enjoy it in the beginning because you know moving and just all the other stuff that you have to get done and um i'm so 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 grateful for everyone that was involved in this process how amazing they were um And, but yeah, I did not expect it to be like this, you know, also it's middle of the middle of the tennis season, you know, we just finished fall and going into spring. I'm sure it's hard for the Tulsa team. You know Baylor girls, they're probably expecting to have coach Santos as their coach during their matches, but I think it will be even better. You know, I believe that it happened for a reason and it does not really matter how it happened, but it will, it's the best for everyone. So i For a little bit, I was overwhelmed and anxious, but um, this, you know, I prayed for this for so long, and I just know that it will be just the greatest.
1: When it comes to value and great customer service, you can count on us alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat as a customer first award of excellence winner our customers always receive exceptional service and during the big finish event you save thousands on every car truck and suv plus most vehicles feature zero percent financing the big finish event now at your friend in the car business alan samuels
2: i hate my job but i don't mind getting up in the morning I stay. But I can't wait to get out of bed. You ask me why? And what I'll say to you is true. Well, you can get breakfast tacos at Rudy's barbecue. Scrambled eggs and brisket, they ain't foolin' round. Salsa drops on there the best in town. Barbecue for breakfast, yes, it's true. Put a smile on your morning at Rudy's barbecue.
1: This is the Sikkim Podcast. Presented by your friend in the car business. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Waco. Online at allensamuelsdcj.com.
2: Continuing on our Sikkim podcast, we invite you to subscribe, uh, download, listen each week. It's on Apple, it's on Spotify, we're on the BaylorBears.com uh, website. So wherever you find your podcast, subscribe and tune in each week for a new edition of the Sikkim podcast. This week with Joey Scrivano and Linka Brusova, head coach and associate head coach for Baylor Women's Tennis. Joey, uh, you've had really good assistance your entire time here through the years. In the back of your mind, is this a fair question? In the back of your mind, did you ever think, you know, if the opportunity ever presents itself, uh, I've seen what Linka has done as a player. I've seen what she's done at Tulsa. You know, if there's an opportunity, boy, wouldn't that be great to have her back?
4: Yeah. Is that a fair question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, no doubt. I mean – we tried to actually make this happen two other times. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, the timing just wasn't right for, for, uh, various reasons. Um, and, but I knew in Lenka's heart, she, she really wanted to come home and she, you know, t- she wanted to come full circle and, and, uh, and really help our student athletes and help the program that she helped to build. Um, you know, we wouldn't be where we are today without her. So uh, I knew that this was going to happen eventually. Um, I was definitely, um, frustrated that it didn't happen sooner, you know, but it, it's, it's, um, you know, like we've said, it's, it's God's plan. It's not ours. And, um, the the timing is perfect. It's better late than never. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's
3: perfect timing.
2: Ten years in the making, uh, Linka, uh, in in your mind, I know you were completely invested in Tulsa and that program when you were there, but in the back of your mind, uh, were there thoughts of, boy, it'd be great to have the opportunity to come back to Baylor?
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, like Joey said, we've tried to make this happen twice before, um, but, you know, the timing just wasn't right. I um, really was, the Tulsa position just helped me grow so much as a coach. You know, I learned so much. Um, Dean Orford was just unbelievable mentor and he taught me so much and he was just yeah, I mean, I can't even compare the coach I was when I started to what I am now and I'm very glad that I was very selective and I took my time and grew. Uh, you know, um I've said this so many times and it's not that it's wrong, you know. Uh there are coaches that take many roads, you know, to success, but I really never wanted to be the coach that would just jump from one school to another. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's You know, it takes you at at least three months to get used to who you're working with or working for. Then you're leaving and it's just like you're not growing as much. Uh, I always wanted to be someone who was, you know, I am loyal, but I also wanted to show that for the program. I always wanted to be a part of a program that can build something new, build something um, special. So I really took pride in, you know, wanting to take Tulsa to, you know, different um, heights. And I'm very proud of what, you know, me and Dean achieved there. And, um, I think it's that much more special when, you know, that I came to Baylor this time when I can look back and be like, okay, I, again, I did something great there, you know, not, like I said, not that anything wrong with doing it the other way, but I just that's something I feel, um, kind of, you know, sped up the process for me as, you know, growing as a coach. What does it mean
0: to you to come back to Baylor and know that the foundation, that you guys are building upon now is a foundation that both of you as player and coach helped build.
3: Yeah, I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's yeah, it's just surreal. But I feel like um, that's why our relationship will be so um, easy in a way is because you know Joey one thing i love about him he always gets better and he talks about this a lot you know it's and he did it with us you know every year there was something different we tried because we didn't win national championship right so you got to improve um so there's definitely we both going to be improving but the foundation that's very important and i always felt even when i left that Baylor tennis always had that and it's or since i've been here i can't speak from before but i always felt like they the culture was always there you know it was Hard work, you know, loving Baylor, having love for the school and the family environment. And that was always there. And that's why I just was always such a fan, even after I left. So that's just awesome to just be able to pick right up where I left off and just wanting to take it to different levels again.
2: Ten years, ten years since uh, since you played, graduated, left here. Uh, I know you're just now back, but have you noticed any, any significant changes around? How can uh, you not?
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> where I was yeah. leading you,
2: yeah. Around Waco Looks and around the campus, Yeah, huh?
3: I mean, I, in a way, I do feel like I'm moving to a new town. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've visited every year since I graduated multiple times a year. So um, I've been to football games, you know, okay. I've been to basketball games. So uh, the campus... But still, I do feel like I'm going to have to relearn certain things. You know, like I haven't found an apartment or house yet, and I don't really know where I should live. You know, I was like, I don't know where students live these days. (laughs) Like, I'm sure it's not. I was like, yeah, I lived in North Village, and then I'm sure it's still there. But, um, yeah, it's exciting, though. It's exciting.
2: And you uh, were selected to the 2020 class for the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Congratulations on that. Again, that's a great honor.
3: Yeah, I feel like my year as far as Baylor is huge. When I think about it, you know, Hall of Fame, then um, the decade the, all decade. decade, the decade that was yeah. amazing, and now I'm the associate head coach. So I mean, I had a great year. It was 2020, you up. wasn't right? <laughs> 2020 wasn't so shabby for me, but um, yeah, I mean, that's such an honor. Um, I remember three years ago now, and uh, Susanna Zemenova was inducted, and she wasn't able to come, and I got to read her speech. And I just, I'm almost grateful she couldn't come because I get to experience what that really is like. And it was the whole weekend, you know, it was a football game and just seeing how much it means to all the families. And, um, it was just such an amazing experience. And I, when I got inducted, I was just, it meant them much more. Um, you know, I got to read you know, listen to other people's speeches and it was just, it was a tremendous honor. And I. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Sometimes I still can't believe it, but yeah, it's amazing.
2: Very deserving. And uh, obviously we couldn't have the normal induction banquet like we wanted in the fall. I uh, thought about having it in the spring, but still so much uncertainty. It's just going to be pushed to next fall. So mm-hmm. you just enjoy being a, an electee to the Hall of right. Fame you know, for a <laughs> right. year, and then we'll right. get to that induction banquet next fall. Right,
3: but I'm glad that, you know, uh, like I said, when I got to experience it uh, uh, with ZZ, it was such a whole celebration the whole weekend, you know, with the football game and being able to go on the field um, and then celebrate with, you know, my family. And I am my best friend, you know, Lindsay Jackson, and her dad actually played here football and her mom also went to um, Baylor. So I was heartbroken for if they weren't able to come. So now that we're able to, you know, experience it together and celebrate, it's just, I'm, I'm happy. Even though it didn't happen like it was supposed to, I'm happy they or, I mean, hopefully it will. Sure. But, yeah. It will. Let's, Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. We're will. thinking positive. Right. That's 2021. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> exactly.
2: And that's a good move by Walter. I mean, we thought about 100%. maybe doing it, you know, virtually or something like that. But it just wouldn't have been the same. And it really wouldn't have given you your due and, right. and the other inductees right. for this year. So, And
3: I can't imagine, you know, what it all went to. I'm sure, I mean, Walter... He's doing such an amazing job, but I'm sure it was just so much hard work and making decisions. Should we do this? Should we do that? So I can't imagine that, but I'm glad that this was a decision that they made and I really appreciate it. And, you know, I spoke to Walter and I told him that for me, like having family, listening to my speech having family just experienced the whole weekend means a lot to me. Um, So I don't know if that meant anything to him, but I'm glad they made that decision. But I'm very thankful to him and everyone involved. Well, we've talked a lot about your success, your journey at Baylor, your journey back to
0: Baylor. Um, But I do, you know, you mentioned it's in the middle of the the season and now the student athletes are, um, you know, taking finals literally as we speak and, um, you know, gearing up for the holiday season and then coming back for, um, you know, the spring. But have you been able to, to meet them? Have you been able to visit with them or is that been virtual? And then Joey, I want to hear their reaction when you guys tell them who their coach is going to be. <laughs> so
3: I actually got to meet them last year. Um, Joey asked me to speak with them. When I came here actually with Lindsay Jackson, uh, well, McAndrews now, she's married. Um, we came down for a football game and I told Joey I'm coming down and he asked me to speak to them. So I actually met physically all of them and spoke to them. And they're a great group of girls. I'm really, really excited. They're awesome. Um, so I t- met all of them then, but as a coach, uh, officially Baylor coach I have not but I think we're going to be able to meet some of them uh today so which I'm super excited about yeah
2: another part of
4: the schedule today <laughs> yeah that's right that's right well when I you know to answer your question about uh, the team's reaction um y- you know I think there was concern because it's the middle of the season mm-hmm. and we're in this pandemic and you know so it's it's another just, change yeah it's another mm-hmm. change and uh so there, there was definitely some anxiety, but, um, you know, I, I made sure to tell them immediately, like, we are going to, uh, absolutely crush this hire. And, um, and when they, w- when they hear me speak like that, they know something. <laughs> we some we are absolutely <laughs> going to crush this hire. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think they, they, uh, they got the point that this was going to be pretty special. And then when we, uh, when Lenka finally uh, signed her contract, um, we, we let the team know and they were just over the moon because they all know who she is. And uh, like Lenka mentioned, they met her uh, last year and heard her you know, speak and they could see the pride and, and just how much, uh, you know, she's just a winner. You know, <laughs> when you listen to Lenka, especially <laughs> you get her in the locker room, uh, it's pretty obvious <laughs> that she's a winner. And, and you know, the, the players that... Um, that want to achieve something. They want people like Lanka around them. So uh, our team is super, super excited. And, um, and this is just the beginning. They, they, you know, wait till they start working with her and really seeing what she's about and uh, how she can help them, you know, achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Um, it's going to be pretty amazing. Um, but it's, Like I used to always tell all this all the time. It's this is not going to be a straight line. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a zigzag and there's (laughs) going to be uh, it's it's challenging and um, but it's going to be a lot of fun, too. We need to let them get to work. I I think think? so. I know. I'm
0: excited to see what all you guys can cook up in the spring. It'll be great.
2: That's going to be great. Thank you for your time today. I know you you have a short window of of your time here and sharing that with us. We appreciate it. I know everyone appreciates uh, hearing from you. Joey, thank you very much. And Linka, congratulations and welcome back. We're glad to have you back. I'm
3: so excited. That Baylor cap looks good on it. It does. (laughs) Oh, that fits (laughs) (laughs) perfectly.
2: Thank you all very much. Uh, Thanks to Joey Scrivano, Baylor Women's tennis head coach and new associate head coach for Baylor Women's Tennis, tennis Linka Brusova. For Brooke Bednarz, I'm John Morris. Thanks for being with us on this week's Sikkim Podcast.
1: You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. Presented by your friend in the car business. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Waco. Online at allensamuelsdcj.com The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.